0: Hello everyone, and welcome to Rich or Vishu, a podcast where we attempt to answer some of life's most noteworthy, but more often most trivial, questions and debates. My name is Rich Beaton, and I'm joined as always by my co-host Vishu Sharma, and today we debate if cooking is overrated or underrated. I feel that cooking is overrated, and Vishu feels that cooking is underrated. Now, how this will work is we will take turns making points for our arguments, and and after each point we make, there will be a debate about it. For example, Vishu's first point might be that cooking is enjoyable, and you'll spend a minute explaining why, and then I'll come in and we will debate it. After we argue for a few minutes, I will then state my first point, which could be that cooking takes too much time, and I'll spend a minute discussing why I feel that way before Vishu comes in and we argue about that point. And we will alternate until we run out of points. I hope that makes sense. With all that said, Vishu, Are you ready? Yeah, let's go for it. Awesome. Before we start, let's quickly define exactly what we mean by cooking. Google's definition, or the one that comes up when you search it, is the practice or skill of preparing food by combining, mixing, and heating ingredients. And we really like that definition. So boiling eggs, making mac and cheese, all that does count as cooking because it involves ingredients and heat. We feel that microwaving a microwavable meal does not count, and neither does, say, making a simple salad. Heat is basically an essential part of it.
1: Basically, if you are uh, using the stove or oven, it's cooking.
0: Yeah, exactly. And just another quick clarification, we are specifically talking about the act of you personally cooking for yourself or others. An argument can't be, my friend makes incredible food, so that's why I love cooking. All right, Vishy, you want to start or should I start? Uh, I'll go first. All right, cool. All right, cooking, overrated or underrated? Here we go. Vishu, first point, why you
1: think cooking is underrated. It. Uh, I think it solves a problem. And uh, the main point of cooking is to uh, solve a problem, and the biggest one, as a matter of fact, and that problem is needing to eat. Cooking solves it, and there are countless ways to do it. As in many disciplines, there are wrong ways to do it, but the act of cooking, I think, is finding one such solution that works for you. Let's say if I need to eat at three in the morning, I can cook. I don't have to go outside. I don't have to anticipate my hunger and have takeout food at all times in the fridge. So, yes. Okay. That's, this is a tough one to argue against,
0: right? Because it's fundamentally just true. I mean, you need to eat. <laughs> How are you going to eat? You need yeah. to cook something. And it's probably realistic, unrealistic to um, say I'll just eat out every meal. Literally, yeah. And especially
1: if it's you don't live in New York City, it's past midnight. There's probably nothing to get. Yeah, and uh, I I think I uh, while while researching for this, uh, just to figure out you know what kind of people eat outside. Only six percent of Americans actually said that they out every single meal outside.
0: Oh, every single meal. Yeah. Uh, or every day, point. at least. Oh, oh every, every day. day. Yes, Every single meal, 6% even sounds high. High, that's, yes, yeah. Yeah, every meal or every day. Yeah, I, can, I actually thought it'd be higher than 6% if it's eat out every day. But yeah. uh, either way, yeah, I agree with that point. It's tough to disagree with that point. However, I'm not sure that's a reason why cooking's underrated, necessarily. <laughs> like, I think... Everyone appreciates the fact that cooking provides sustenance in some way. You, you get what I'm saying? Like, I don't think people go, uh, wow, man, cooking's so underrated. I mean, you get to, like, make food and then eat it, you know? I, I do feel, I, I agree
1: with the point, but I don't think it's a reason why cooking's underrated, if that makes sense. Uh, yeah, uh, you you have a point, but I, I took it in a, in a different manner in the sense that, uh, I think people take it for granted. Like, if, if there's a couple and only one person cooks and the other person takes it, you know, normally for, for granted, that, okay, there is someone who is providing f- food on the table in the sense of cooking it, uh, not just earning it. But uh, that that in, in that sense, I, I thought of basically including this point. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I
1: understand. Like, not taking cooking for granted.
0: Yeah. No, that is true. Okay. Yeah, that is true that... There are very simple things, and I think COVID, not that really COVID necessarily is directly related to this, but there there might be very simple things that something like COVID realize you took for granted. A perfect example is prior to COVID, we literally could have just gone to any restaurant we wanted whenever we wanted to yeah. and had a good time. Totally. That's literally not possible anymore. Hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, no, it's a good point. I, I do, I, I just, again, I don't know if it's enough to say... This makes cooking underrated. The fact that, you know, you can make food by fucking heating ingredients. (laughs) Um, Anyways, any other thing you wanted to add? No, I think uh, that summed up my first point nicely. All right. My first point. Mm -hmm. I think cooking takes too long. I have a rule that it should always take longer to eat something than to cook it. If it takes me longer to cook something than to eat it, I'm disappointed. It takes... If it takes so fucking long to cook a meal and you literally finish it in five minutes, like what's the point? Um, So there are some meals that take hours to make that I can have in my doorstep literally in 15, 20 minutes. And I know for many people that time commitment might not be a big deal, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. It takes a little time to cook a meal, whatever. But, you know, if you're working two jobs and raising a child or you're working somewhere and then going to school at night you don't have much free time. A lot of people don't have much free time and spending the little free time they do have preparing a meal can be really stressful and exhausting. So I think the length that cooking takes, it it's a reason why it's overrated. It, it takes way longer than it should, honestly. It, it sucks. It shouldn't take that long. And if I'm gonna cook for an hour to eat something in five minutes, that that's not just worth it. I,
1: you know, I uh, definitely, I, I really like this point because I can personally associate with it. I, I take, I take a really long time cooking. I just cooked this afternoon and it took me about three and a half hours from start to finish, which means uh, cutting, chopping and c- gathering everything to cleaning the, the kitchen. But, you know, timing is very subjective. Uh, you You make food for yourself and you freeze it, you store it for days and you eat it for days. That's only one time the effort that you're putting, and you don't always have to be a kind of a cook that I am. You can just toss your shrimp in, uh, in in a garlic butter sauce and some wine, and you're done. You can flip your burger patties four minutes each side, warms your brioche buns, and you're done. It doesn't take as as long as you think.
0: Well, I agree. Look, I cook a lot of really, really simple meals. I mean, half my meals... You know, I just steam some vegetables. You there could even you microwave them. I just heat up some beans. Like, I just boil them, add a little salt, whatever, maybe some hot sauce. I mean, I'm not, this isn't anything fancy. It's literally the simplest meal. But I purposely do that because it takes so little time. But that's kind of my point is that too many meals take way too fucking long to make. Like you said, you just cook for three and a half hours, man. Now, okay, so you could eat it a second time. Whatever, so you get an extra eight minutes out of those three and, no, and a half hours. No, I mean
1: I. Uh, well, again, like personally for me, I eat it for, uh, let's say, if I'm if I'm spending that kind of time, I I do about six meals with with that kind of food. Uh, but I'm not talking about that. The thing, the whole thing is like there are a ton of recipes uh, that are ten minutes or less, and um, I think I think timing is again you know like very very subjective. Um, yeah. No, I think I think cooking. Here's how I know
0: it takes too long is that everyone, if Mm. you told anyone on the planet, Mm. hey, anything you cook, like just from now on, you'll be able to cook it like eight minutes faster. I think most people would be say, that sounds good. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Dude, yeah, that, that sounds pretty good. That's like okay. <laughs> y- if I say if you take a ten minute shower, and if I say rich, you no, know, I like na-
0: showers. We, that that's yeah. not the
1: point. From now na- from nowadays, you will take two minutes less in in showers. You would take that two minutes back. We we are in meetings, and everyone when the meeting gets over early, everyone says, "Okay, you have your five minutes back." It's it's like that. No one will deny that. But but I'm
0: saying yeah. Well, that's one of my points that I'll get to later. Is that no one will di- deny it because. People inherently don't enjoy cooking as much as they say they do. No! If they enjoyed it, they the wouldn't give point. that time back. If they enjoyed it, they wouldn't <laughs> oh give that my time God. back. They'd want to do it even longer. <laughs> They'd want to do it even longer. That's some twisted logic. But let's uh this actually transitions into your next point well, I think. Because we're we're now talking about my point with cooking taking too long versus how much how much time you spend actually enjoying eating the meal. Yeah. Um a lot of that rests on the act of cooking itself and how
1: someone feels about it. And mm.
0: your second point regards that.
1: Yeah, so I think it's uh, therapeutic. I just love cooking and I, I just think of it as uh, therapeutic because I drink beer when I cook and it's the world's, you know, it's it's great. It's, a, it's such a brilliant feeling. And uh, apparently, I didn't know that actually the internet is filled with such articles that um, a lot of psychologists and mental health clinics uh, are considering cooking and baking as therapeutic because... It falls under a category of something called as behavioral activation. And uh, culinary therapy is being adopted at therapists' offices, by the way. Um, and I don't even do it for therapeutic reasons. I, I just do it because I love to be alone in my apartment, cooking and drinking and listening to some music. And uh, I have a whole process. Uh, the evening is about, you know, like, lasts about about 10 hours, Um yeah, I mean, it for me, it's overall a very, very wholesome experience. So it's it's a fun night that I'm having, like or evening. So I'll say this, hmm. and I'm not
0: denying that it's not therapeutic. Obviously, I can't say, you know, what is or is relaxing to people. Sure. But you said you like drinking beer. Yeah. Listening to music. Yeah. And then cooking. I would, all three together. I, yeah, I would argue whatever third thing you added to that would be nice. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're drinking and listening to music. No, Of course, no. whatever third you insert a third thing here and dancing and playing video games and watching a movie. No, like so no matter what you put in, it's going to be therapeutic when you have those two things. I mean, I'm I'm being hyperbolic, I guess if that's the word in a way, but the point I'm trying to make is There's there's other elements of that. Sure.
1: Look, you know, I I totally get it. I mean, see see what what you know you're trying to do is basically undermine the logic. Yes. I mean, I, I love, you know, drinking beer and listening to music while I cook, but I do that only on weekends. I don't do it during the during the weekday when I have office the next day and I cook at least three times a week. Right. So even then I loved the whole thing but I wait for the weekends to come so that you know I can I can really be in that zone in that mood of you know uh sliding up my apartment windows and just having you know like fresh air I mean obviously so that the fire alarm doesn't you know like go off okay. but yeah. uh, but it, it's such like a very you know connective like thing for me in my own space Right yeah
0: I I'm not denying that man and uh but what I'm trying to say is that I guess okay if cooking was really therapeutic then the the consumption of the meal itself would almost be an afterthought but it's not it's not the case like let's just say let me present mm, this mm. scenario to you right let's just say uh you cook a you cook a meal you spend whatever time you spend how long did you say you spent 4 p.m. is when you started <laughs> No,
1: I mean, usually, and I take breaks. It's not that I, right. because I want to enjoy, you know, the whole evening. So, I, I watch <laughs> movies, I take breaks, and then I go back to the process again. But, yeah. Right. Okay, so so I get what you're saying. But the point is, it takes a while. Yeah, yeah. The, the point
0: I'm trying to say is, let's just say you cooked, and then after you cooked, you just threw the meal out. Actually, let's take that back, because food, wa- I don't want food waste to be part of this sure. thought exercise. Let's just say you cooked a meal, and after you finish cooking that meal, it's all set, it's all on your plate. You snap your fingers, the meal disappears, all the resources you use go back in their containers. Not a single resource is wasted, there is no food waste. Yeah. Would you still find that relaxing, or is it only relaxing because it ends
1: in the consumption of the meal? Yeah, my mom cooks, she loves cooking, but she doesn't eat meat. Right. So she cooks meat for us, and she enjoys it. She would never do it if she didn't enjoy cooking, because she's not having the food.
0: Well, that's the other thing. And we got to move on to the next point. Is like people say who they enjoy cooking, but I also don't like it. People act like cooking's this big favor, this really big deal. Like, oh, I'm cooking you a meal. I'm doing you this big favor. Right? It's seen as this very hospitable action. But if it's literally just something you enjoy to the point you're saying you enjoy cooking so much, you don't even need to eat what you cook right away. Yeah. Then how is it like a big sacrifice, a big favor, a big act for someone? It's not it, it, just doing something you enjoy isn't like a you
1: know, no, not necessarily, but like the act I think of cooking is also a very noble one. So, you know, in turn, the, the act of cooking becomes one. Uh, what
0: I'm trying to say is, I think a lot of people appreciate when someone cooks for them because there's an acknowledgement that cooking takes a lot of work and sacrifice. But if it's just an activity that you enjoy, then that kind of negates it. No, no, it doesn't. I mean.
1: You you, enjoy. you don't really see things as work that you enjoy. That's that's not true. Uh, it is it is well, definitely no. it is definitely work. I mean, uh, professional cricketers love playing cricket, but they have they 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 also do a lot of sacrifices. There is an act of devotion involved, you know, by being fit and then playing cricket. And they have fun while playing cricket. That's why they play it. And once they stop having fun, they retire. Right, but that's still work
0: uh all right we gotta we gotta move on but quick thing i wanted to mention is that you're talking about a very specific kind of cooking like it's friday you don't have to work the next day you have a lot of time so much of cooking is you wake up in the morning you got to rush to make something before you go to work or your kids are hungry and you got to make them something before they go to soccer practice or so much of cooking is not the way you described it so much of it's task oriented so well well, we got to get we got to move on um My second point, right, Mm. is that I think cooking is more expensive than people think. I think cooking is still cheaper and more affordable than eating out, obviously. But it's not that much cheaper. Fast food is really fucking cheap, especially if you take advantage of specials or buy in large quantities. And let's talk about food waste. People constantly put groceries in their refrigerator, forget about it, and then it goes bad. Or they accidentally drop, spill, or break something or they might make a meal, but it didn't come out right, so they throw most of it out. Very rarely would I say a person buys a product from a grocery store and uses all of it. So when you factor in food waste and fast food and just other cheap sources of food, I don't think cooking is actually that much cheaper than eating out. It's not as affordable as sometimes people make it out to be. Or it can be pretty affordable, but people don't eat. Yeah, you can literally just chug olive oil and eat just plain cans of beans, that would probably be really cheap. But the way people realistically eat, I don't think cooking is as cheap as people might make it out to be.
1: Mm. Well, I think uh, because I I normally do half and half, like I 50% of the times, like during, let's say in any, in any week, I cook and 50% of times I, I do take out food. But because I only look for takeout food that have deals because they're you know obviously they same. cost yeah they cost less. Okay, you do the same. Yeah. All right. But <laughs> I end up wasting more food. Why? Because yeah. uh, Indian food they come in like I I take mostly curries, and uh, after a certain point of time I think that I have gotten bored with them. Even though if I if I have ordered three different curries I uh, order all three differently, but I end up like throwing away one box at least because it's restaurant food and i don't really somehow trust that it will last for like two days or three days in the fridge i can like have it either the very same day or the next morning or the next meal but not like have it in the refrigerator for like a couple days so me and like me personally i end up spending way much way much more money if i am uh you know like if i'm doing takeout food and um yeah like you can have a bad experience at a at a restaurant in terms of you know like food uh, you may get food poisoning. I think most people get food poisoning by eating bad food outside not by you know what they cook inside. And you know what I'm saying like I think I'm not sure. Maybe, okay. Uh, actually. But yeah.
0: I, I mean people definitely get food poisoning eating out for sure but I don't yeah, yeah, I don't I don't sure. know. I don't know. But yeah. Yeah, I mean I didn't do any Yeah, 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 <laughs> I'm yeah, yeah, I'm just assuming. Yeah, I know it's a fair assumption but I'm yeah. not sure if it's but but to just to ground it back in, like, is cooking overrated or underrated, I, I think what we're really talking about is why people value cooking. And I do feel that people value cooking because they see it as a cheaper alternative than eating out. And I know that you said, okay, you might throw out some of the food that you get. And I'm sure a lot of people do get takeout and end up throwing some of it away. Sure, But I still, even that given one, I think if people do get takeout, generally they'll probably eat most of it. Two, like I said with food waste, I do think people, unfortunately, are really wasteful with the shit they buy, Hmm. Um, not like just ingredients or whatever. Uh, and And then three is that people, again, I think people really value cooking because they see it as a cheaper alternative to eating out, and it's not as much cheaper as I think people value it to be, if that makes sense. All right. Well, let's get to your third point. We each have one more major point. So Vichu, third point why you think cooking is underrated?
1: Well, because I think I I want to be in control when I'm cooking, and uh, you are when you cook. Uh, literally of everything, what's going on in your food, how much of it, hygiene, desired level of level of consistency if it's curry, and uh, desired level of heat or spice. A million other things you know that you would prob- probably prefer to have one way or the other. And um, just as an just as an example, like I want Himalayan salt in my food and not the regular one. I may want freshly crushed pepper and not the grounded one. I may want cayenne pepper and not Serrano. Also, uh, you know, we we have all these discussions about being being an ethical uh, eater, I guess. Um, and I, I I may want you know I I don't know if the restaurant I'm eating outside. Uh, from are they sourcing their meat from a local sustainable grass-fed meat shop or if the vegetables that are going in my food are ethically sourced. And uh, in in 2018, actually, in Italy, 16 people died in 48 hours in an accident. And the only common thing between them was that they all worked 12-hour shifts in 104-degree heat picking tomatoes. Um, But now there are various resources you can make use of to actually know where your produce is coming from, where your uh, toma- tomatoes are coming from—I was about to say tomatoes—but um, yeah, but eating out does not ensure, you know, most of these things. And uh, if if you ensure all of these things by eating outside, they are a hell lot of probably ex- more expensive. But yeah, so I think uh, that's one of the things that I really like about you know cooking. Yeah, so I, I understand
0: why you brought up your tomato example, but I think that do you say tomato? Yeah, I just said it as a joke. <laughs> Um, uh, but uh, in terms of the ethics, I'll get to the control thing first. In terms of the, uh, second, in terms of the ethics, look, I I do agree. I mean, it's probably objectively true that you can, you know what all your ingredients are in food you cook versus what you take out. So theoretically you can research the brand of every product you use in the meals that you cook to see if they're ethical companies and you can't do that when you eat out but i i think most people do not say when they go to a restaurant i won't eat here because i research the type of potatoes i get and these potatoes come from this place like i understand i'm not saying it's not true that you can't do it i'm just saying i don't think it's a i don't think cooking is underrated because people Necessarily have the opportunity to be more ethical with, I guess, their what's the term, supply with the ingredients they use. Although I will acknowledge that, yeah, especially maybe if you're not a vegetarian, but someone who wants to maybe eat animals that were treated right, that were raised correctly. You don't know where how the animals are raised by restaurants. So I, I, I'm half agreeing, half disagreeing. But, (laughs) but in terms of control, look, it's a good point. You get to. I'm a big with food. I'm very. I got really bad food poisoning a couple of years ago. Mm. And and after that moment, I didn't eat out really that much for a long time because I was, I was terrified of getting it again. Mm. Uh, and I also, when I cooked, I over like cooked everything because I was terrified of giving myself food poisoning because I thought I got it by takeout, but I, I couldn't be sure. Mm. You know, you eat multiple times. So, but that's not the point. The point is I like being in control yeah. of the things that are in my food. Right. So cooking allows you to do that. Yeah. All right. My last point because we got to get out of here. Yeah. I think it's almost impossible to say cooking is underrated, like in, a, in our society that's obsessed with it. And I know we aren't talking about whether we like cooking or not, or if it's enjoyable. The, the discussion is if cooking for yourself or other rate, uh, others is overrated or underrated by society, basically. I know it's a little abstract. You've heard of the term food porn, right? Everyone has content that presents food and cooking in a really attractive way. That content's everywhere. Social media accounts tv shows devoted to cooking we as a society are fucking obsessed with cooking and because of that it's very difficult for me to say it's underrated because who in society i guess aside from me doesn't appreciate the value of cooking and i'm sure there's information about how we cook less now than less now than we ever have although the pandemic probably changed that but up until then maybe we were cooking less but even with that said I think it's hard to argue that cooking is underrated in the society and culture we live in. People people actively feel shame when they're ordering out, right? It's like, I shouldn't be spending this money. I shouldn't be doing this. I should be cooking at home. It's healthier. They shame themselves for eating out because they feel it's more responsible to cook something. So I think it's really difficult to argue that cooking is underrated if everyone advocates for it and it has almost universal appeal.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I look, I... I understand i i get what you're trying to say um to which i i agree to most of it and uh the, the thing is that uh i i also think that there there's a certain like you know almost a subreddit kind of a thing wherein people who who people consider it to be cool do not appreciate what cooking is you know what i'm saying no okay um,
0: I mean, kind okay, of. But say, I, no, I kind of do, but I think you're going to need to explain it more for the let's audience. Let's say you find 20 other
1: people uh, like yeah. yourselves. Okay. So you will think that it's cool to basically shit on cooking. I don't think it's cool to shit on cooking. No, I would say so, because that's what, you know, like, it's
0: kind of appearing I think I think it's cooler. No? no, I think people who are into cooking are
1: perceived as way more cooler than... You think if someone... No, I'm not saying that people who cook may be cool or people who don't cook may be cool. I'm saying people... It's thought to be cool, like it's thought to be clutch, it's thought to be hip, or it's thought to be to, somewhat... To not cook? ...chic, to basically shit on people who cook. No, where do
0: you get that from? I don't Absolutely know, I not. so. No, I think anyone who says, I think if you go in a bar and there's two people, doesn't yeah. matter who they are, whether they're from, background, anything. Yeah, yeah. And one person's just like, I think cooking's stupid, and yeah. the other person's like, I think cooking's really cool. I think more people would say, hey, the person who said cooking is really cool is cool. Really? And the person who said cooking is stupid is stupid. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I don't think, so. okay. I don't think, dude, I don't think someone, I, I disagree with that. But okay. we, but, but, sorry, was there anything else you wanted to mention? No, okay. uh, yeah, no yeah, no, no, no,
1: no. Okay. I think I, I agree to most of your points. All right. Yeah. Is, um,
0: is there anything else we, just really quick, because we just, we got to go. Is there anything else you wanted to say about why cooking is overrated? I mean, underrated.
1: Uh yeah I think it's a it's a great way of exploring different cultures and you go to different stores and just buy a lot of a lot of different uh, you know ingredients and then cook you cook yourself an authentic meal. True. Yeah and and we'll just do these no responses. I I think cleaning up
0: after cooking sucks the reason why cooking's overrated. Mm. It's a lot of work. It is. And I do think a homemade meal rarely actually tastes better than uh, at least a good restaurant's version of it. I think uh yeah, just I think restaurant food's pretty good. Alright. Well, that was interesting. Hmm. So that concludes our debate. We'll have a Twitter poll where you can vote on where you the audience stand on the issue. Do you think cooking's overrated or do you think cooking's underrated? I have a feeling most people are gonna say cooking's underrated. I I, I think this is very I think it's an unpopular view to say cooking is overrated. Which is why I thought it's it, it doesn't matter. Anyway. But before we actually end the episode, we have one more segment, and that's the Cage Corner, where we debate what actor Nicolas Cage would think. Why do we do this? No real reason. It's stupid. It's fun. <laughs> Anyways, with that said, Vishu, do you
1: think Nick Cage thinks cooking is overrated or underrated? I I'll begin with something that I actually watched on YouTube. It's a it's a video called Cooking with Nicolas Cage that has only about like 500 views. Um but, you know, deserves a hell lot more. Some random guy is actually wearing a t-shirt with uh, Cage's face on it and is blending some sauce and is, you know, voicing his own lines. Uh, But every once in a while, some Nick Cage's dialogue from some movie pops up that goes perfectly well with what the guy is doing at that point. Like, if he's pouring olive oil into the the blender, um, Cage would pop up and say, keep it real. And then at the end, when the sauces will blend, I, I know I'm doing a pretty bad impression. <laughs> that was okay. <laughs> uh, and, and then at the end, like you know, something like, uh, "Thank you for do- doing this," like something like this would happen. Um, but basically, it's 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 a whole experience, you know. Like you, you actually think you are doing something, and Nick Cage is, you know, sending you instructions, and. Uh, I just think that, you know, like he...
0: We got to post that video. Yeah,
1: yeah, I, I, I'll try to find it. Um, you know, I think he sees cooking as something that, you know, sets him apart uh, from from a whole lot of, like, other, you know, people and other of his colleagues and actors. And uh, he doesn't always go with the norms of the society, as, as we have seen with the kind of films he does. Uh, he has a crazy work schedule, sure. But I think he also has, you know, he has this um, uniqueness to him that he... Like he he thinks that he likes to cook for himself even when he's on on the film set. I mean he wants to cook for himself even when he's on the film set, and um, you know I think he because of uh, we we will discuss in in some uh, in future of his weird eating habits. He is very cautious about what kind of meat he eats, so I think he likes to cook his own food with you know obviously a twist. Like he won't have a blood sausage because he doesn't eat pork, but he might have you know fish blood or something and um, so yeah uh, you know this whole interesting th- uh, basically things l- then basically make me believe that he is he thinks cooking is underrated and probably is trying to give it some meaning in his own ways and i think he's also been married a couple of times and sure that he's you know cooked for his partners a romantic dinner so right. in conclusion underrated yeah the you're
0: right he's very particular about what he eats it seems like so i think that would be the reason why he cooks hmm. uh and i should mention i did i was just looking online there's a ton of kitchen items with nick cage's face on them there's ma- aprons mugs utensils hmm. and, but anything you use to prepare food but i agree i think nick cage thinks cooking is underrated as well i think nick cage is a sophisticated man he owns castles As you said, he has a very weird way of determining which animals he eats, which we explained more in another episode. But I think he really loves cooking because I think he's super into the preparation of food, almost in a creepy way. You know, he has some weird ass recipes or some disconcerting reasons why to add crazy ingredients or, you know, weird behavioral shit. The key to cooking good pasta is doing it naked. You know, something like that. I don't know. (laughs) Sprinkle heavy cream on your roasted vegetables. Reveals a map to lost gold. Mind a cage, impression isn't that much <laughs> better either. But you know, the point is, you know, he does weird shit in the kitchen. That's the point. He has yeah. weird fucking reasons for why he does things in general. So he has weird fucking reasons why he cooks. And that's why he thinks he's underrated. He might think it's overrated because he's busy. He's in a lot of movies. He was actually in seven in the year 2020, which is fucking insane. Uh, but despite how busy he is maybe he's busy stealing the declaration of independence but (laughs) even him being that busy you know instead of him not cooking much and being like cooking's overrated i don't do it much anyway i think he would go the other way i think he'd be like wow i really miss cooking i never get to do it that much uh so i think he might have an appreciation of cooking that others don't have because he gets so few opportunities to do it because he's so uh, busy making fucking insane movies Yeah, yeah. He actually is in a movie, Running with the Devil, that came out last year. I haven't seen it, but he plays a character called the cook. The cook, I know. Yeah, yeah. So, I was going to explain it. Well, we'll we'll let the listeners explore more about that. But overall, I think Nick Cage thinks it's underrated too. Although, even if that comes from a weird food fetish or relationship with food, I still Mm. think he's underrated. Anything else you want to add about Nick Cage? No, I think uh, we we covered. Yeah. Yeah. Well, to recap, Vishu thinks cooking is underrated. I think cooking is overrated. And we both feel that Nick Cage thinks cooking is underrated. Yes. All right. That will be a wrap on this week's show. Please subscribe, rate, and review the show. It really helps us get noticed. You can follow us on Twitter, at RichardVishu, and on Instagram, at RichardVishu, where we post content related to what we discuss on the podcast. You can also email us, richorbissue at gmail.com and if you send us an email we promise we will respond to you. Thanks everyone for listening we will see you all next week. Goodbye everybody.